Coaches, welcome to this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. This episode is sponsored by GameStrat. If you're in need of a sideline replay system, go check out GameStrat. They have the fastest sideline replay system on the market. They provide 24-7 support during the season, which separates GameStrat from the rest of the competition. Bottom line, making in-game adjustments equals winning more games. So go check out GameStrat on Twitter, at GameStrat underscore, or on the web at www.gametimesstrategy.com. We'd also like to take a moment to mention a new sponsor of the podcast this year, Just Play Solutions. I know most of our audience knows about Just Play and how they can take your game preparation to the next level. From scout cards to player quizzing to installs, Just Play provides coaches with a playbook and game planning tools to prepare faster and engage with today's athletes. Make it a priority to check out Just Play this offseason before your league opponents do. Visit www.justplaysolutions.com, sign up for a demo, and let them know we sent you. episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. Um, tonight we have Coach Hafner, who's the head football coach at William Penn. Coach, we're excited to have you on. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. This is I'm looking forward to this since you asked me to do it the other day. Well, yeah, we have a good time and uh, get to talk a little option football and hopefully, you know, we can pick your brain a little bit about how you guys do it over there at William Penn and, and maybe kick us off a little bit and talk about your background, kind of, you know, how you got to where you are today. Okay, very good. I uh, um, I basically started in high school, played for my dad, and um, we were, you know, at that point in time, we were a split back beer team. Uh, we ran a little bit of stuff out of the eye, but for, for the most part, I started running split back beer in high school. Um, went to Pittsburgh State in the early 90s, so I got to, my, my first year at Pittsburgh State, I got to play for Coach Franchoni when we were running the split back beer. Yeah. Uh, after my first year, Coach Broyles took over and Coach Jerry Keel came in and we were and we were running it for sure at that point. I mean, Coach Keel really knew what he was doing and um, we, we were good at what we did. And so I was very fortunate to be able to, to play for both of those two guys, you know, plus my dad. And um, after uh, after I played at Pittsburgh State, I, I coached at the high school level um, as an assistant for three years. Um, and then I was the head coach at Carl Junction High School in Missouri and we were doing all kinds of different we started in the split backs and then we went to more of a flex bone look and we started running a lot of midline, um, midline stuff and had a really dynamic quarterback that was probably more of a running back than he was a quarterback. And so we implemented a lot of quarterback double, double read option stuff at that point, just either give it or run it yourself. And went to Emporia state started, uh, um, to be honest, we were a pro style offense. So got out of the option game for quite a while. Uh, came to William Penn and we were, um, you know, we were started at William Penn in 2004. And for the first,
first five years, we were a pro style. Um, and so we, we were just mediocre. It was hard for us to recruit. We're, we're located in Oskaloosa, Iowa, which is about, you know, 12,000 people. But it's like I tell everybody, you know, if you go five miles in any direction, you're standing dead in the middle of a cornfield somewhere. So, um, so we needed to, to do something a little bit different. And uh, um, at that point in time, my brother Aaron had come on board and, and we both had option background. And we decided to go to the flex phone and um, have been doing it ever since. And, and it, I, I, I honestly think it was the turning point in our program. It got us to where we were and where we are now. And we feel really good about, about what we're doing. Well, Coach, kind of um, – I'm interested to – because I, I know you guys had a split-back veer background. We're going to get to some of this a little bit later on. But um, what just, just real quickly, what made you – instead of doing split-back veer, what made you go flex bone? Just, just curious. Well, I think more than anything, to be honest with you, it was just we were able to spread the defense and get everybody lined up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, to, to yeah. lack of a better way to put it. And um, you know, sometimes it's really hard to teach those tight ends how to arc release and go block support players. And instead of that, we just use our slots and you yeah, know, we get to get everybody lined up, get them balanced, and uh, you know, run split back beer. You you always had potentially an extra guy to the receiver side and things like that. We didn't want to have to worry about that. So. Um, that, that was the main reason why we did what we did. Yep. Yep. Makes complete sense. Yep. Hey, uh, so, you know, kind of piggybacking on, you know, your background, what, uh, maybe talk about some mentors, um, you know, you've leaned on some guys. I mean, I know you mentioned a couple guys already, but you know, some guys like, you know, when you really need some questions answered, you pick the phone up and call. You know, a couple guys, you know. You know, to be honest with you, um, you know, I, I learned from my dad and Coach Keel, but the person that I communicate with the most is my brother. Um, you know, we, we kind of started this whole thing together. And, um, you know, between, you know, Aaron and Peyton, uh, you know, we can we can usually figure things out pretty good. And, um, you know, we kind of started this whole thing together. We, you know, we went to Georgia Tech. They were very kind to let us in when we were very first starting this and just put us in a room with all the tape we wanted and just said, have at it. And in a couple of days, we'll come in and answer some questions. But for the most part, they just put us in a room, locked us in there. And, you know, for two and a half days, all we did was watch tape. And, and we really developed our playbook that way. And, and so Aaron and I, you know, we, we kind of developed this whole thing together. So if I have a question about something, he's the first person I go to. And um, it's, you know, he – if he doesn't have the answer between the two of us, we can sit and usually talk it out and figure it out. And so, um, you know, when I, when I need something, that's who I pick up the phone and call. Uh, that's pretty cool, Coach. Coach, can you talk to us about uh, maybe William Penn University and, and kind of what it's like and what you guys are looking for in players uh, that you bring in? You bet. We, uh, well, like I said, we're located in Oskaloosa, Iowa. We're about an hour southeast of Des Moines. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a, it's a rural community. You know, we're, like I said, we're about 12,000. Um, we're an NAI, uh, football playing school in the heart of America conference, which, you know, right now is, is one of the best in the NAIA. You know, we had a team two years ago in the national championship. We had a team this year in the national championship game. And, uh, you know, we're, um, we're, we're a school of about just over a thousand students and, and, you know, we're predominantly a university based with athletes. You know, we have uh, multiple, multiple different sports and, you know, we all support each other. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of a, it's a true family atmosphere between our athletic programs. Uh, we're all 
having a lot of success right now. And, and so it's a lot of fun to be at William Penn because there's, you know, there's just a feeling of success. You know, a lot of coaches are doing it right. They're, they're treating kids right, but yet they're, you know, they're loving on them, but they're disciplining them. And, and uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun. And, and, you know, the, the type of player we're looking for is, is, you know, the, the tough, hard nosed, um, you know, option player. And on defense, to be honest, we're just looking for speed. We're looking for, we're a three, three stack defense. So we're looking for guys that can run around and chase the football and, um, you know, and we've been fortunate that we've been able to find those kids here lately. And we're, we're playing good on both sides of the ball. We have, you know, we feel good about the coaching staff that we have right now, or I feel good about them. And, and everybody's working hard, but, but yep, we, we've set aside time for family and, uh, um, you know, we have a good mix of what's going on and we really feel good about it. And, uh, you know, right now, William Penn's a great place to be. A lot of good things going on. Good deal. Um, <clears throat> Coach, just speaking of family, um, uh, you're from a coaching family. Can you talk maybe about that and, and what it's like to have some uh, really great guys uh, uh, to lean on? Uh, there, I know you spoke about your family a little bit before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, my dad was a coach, and so I I, I got to. I mean, I grew up. Aaron and I grew up around it all of our lives, and uh, you know, my stepdad is a is a football coach. I mean, so it's 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 just we've we've just it's just been who we are, and. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we get to coach this game because we get to influence so many kids' lives and different things like that. But, you know, being able to do it and play for my dad and then I had the opportunity to coach with two of my brothers and, and uh, it, it's just a, an interesting dynamic. You know, you, you get in the, the offensive room and, you know, there's going to be days where you struggle handling each other sometimes. You know, you, get, you start to getting after each other a little bit. But you know, at the end of the day, you're all you're trying to do is make your yourselves better and make your teams better. And um, we all know that, you know, at the end of the day, we, we walk out of there, we hug each other, we love each other. And, uh, and, you know, we're, we're ready to move on to the next one. But as long as we feel that we're moving our program forward and doing the right things for our team, we always had a lot of fun doing what we did. And, you know, to like I mentioned just a little bit ago, just to be able to pick up the phone and and talk to those guys about, look, this is what they're doing to us this week, and we're having a hell of a time trying to figure it out. Can, can you give me some – give me maybe something you've done? And, um, and, and it's, there's always an answer. And, and so we, we feel good about calling each other and talking to each other. And, you know, there's always that, that brotherly thing where sometimes you like to get after each other. But in, at the end of the day, we all knew what we were trying to accomplish. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty unique too. Um, is is it, it? Does your son coach with you now too? He does. Well, actually, Tyler played for us. He was our starting quarterback um, in fourteen, fifteen, I think, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So, he uh, he was our starting quarterback for two years. Um, he got a digital communications major, and he and his wife moved to uh, uh, Wichita Falls, Texas, for a year. Um, he was. He was part of a, a, a television newscast um, down in Wichita Falls, and we had a position open up here, and I said, hey, man, you know, here's an opportunity. Probably won't come along for a long time. What do you think? And um, he said, I don't know. I better check with the wife. And then uh, so uh, – but at the end of the day, he was, he was all ready to go, and he's done a great job for us. He coaches our quarterbacks and our fullbacks right now. And um, toward the end of last year, he started calling the plays, and so – it's a it's a pretty interesting dynamic, you know. When he played for us, you know, we had a we had a great relationship. You know, what was on the field was on the field, and I coached him like anybody else. And off the field, he was my son, and um, you know, we really tried to maintain that relationship. And 
you know, on the field, he still called me dad, but we all knew um, what sometimes what that meant. And uh, uh, <laughs> it meant having to get after him sometimes. And, and yeah, that's yeah. okay. We all understood that. But when we were off the field, it was it was all about being a father and a son and enjoying our time together. Man, so that's like uh, three generations going going on four, Coach. It is. It that's, is. that's an yeah, awesome we're, story we're, right we're there, man. About that. Yep. Yeah, that's we're cool. Yeah. Pretty interesting. It's an interesting way to go about it. And I learned so much from my dad when I played for my dad. You know, that's that's the attitude we took. You know, when we got home that night, you know, it was there was no football talk unless I wanted to talk about it. Um, and and I, I took that same attitude with Tyler. And um, it's interesting how all that worked out. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, we were we were able to, again, hug each other and and talk to each other. And uh, um, it, it was all I wouldn't I wouldn't exchange it for anything in the world at this point it was two of the best years of my life i'm not kidding coaching that's cool man yep. Matt, yeah you're, before you know it matt man you're gonna be coaching your boys man there you go. Yeah, man, I, can't, I can't yeah well you well you got to coach yours and he's getting ready to move on to yep. college and then i'm i'm the reason i i moved to where i'm at now uh is is for that reason um, okay you know so i can coach my kids that they'll be coming up to the high school soon so I'm really, really looking forward to it, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I'm always interested to hear how it all goes for the guys. Don't, and, don't let anyone tell you it's a bad thing because there's no doubt, there's no doubt, it's it's one of the best experiences you'll ever have, no question about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it, and, it, and it's it's fun to listen to guys, you know, just talk about their experience having played for their dad, or 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 flip it around where now their son, you know, their son's being coached by their dad. You bet. And now, of course, yours is working with you, so. Uh, that's really really cool. So I just you know I'm always curious to see to hear how it goes. You know. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have traded. You never know. Anything. You know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, well, coach. You know, you talked about playing at Pitt State, and and I, you know, I think wasn't Coach Kill at Webb City too run a split back beer. Yes, he was. He they, he was there the year my first year when I when Coach Franchoni was there. Yeah. Coach Kill was at Webb City run yeah. split back beer and. Yeah. You know, that's where that whole tradition started at Web City, and now you can see what they've done for sure. So right, right. So yeah, I'm just it's just you know, you know, kind of looking back at all of that, and then, then of course you guys transition to Flexbone. And there's there's a few NAI schools, you know, running it. Um, there are, but but not many, you know. So you know, maybe talk about how it makes you guys unique. Um, you know, and and I don't. Is there anybody else in your conference running it? No, no one else at yeah, our conference right. is running I didn't it. Think so. um, yeah. Well, I take that back. Peru State runs it. Peru State. Oh, well, I didn't realize they were in your conference. Yep, they're the Peru State's in our conference, okay. and they do a good yeah. job at it. And yeah, uh, yeah, right. Um, you know, so when we play each other, our games last about an hour and a half, and uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody's gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, um, so it's a it's a quick Saturday afternoon when the, when Peru State and William Penn play each other, but uh, uh, but they do a good job of it. Um, they're a true flex phone team, just like we are, and and uh, you know it's 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 a mirror image of each other. You know, matter of fact, when we play them during the week, they, we go full pads one day during the week and we'll go ones versus ones and we'll just run our offense. Um, yeah. And, uh, it, it, get, it obviously gives our defense a great look, but um, gives us a great look at, you know, a full speed defense that we don't normally get to see. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. I'd forgotten. I, I, we, we talked to, uh, to Lou, Lou Varley uh, oh, yeah. earlier. Um, and <laughs> Lou's a good guy now. <laughs> he is. He's a great one. I'd forgotten they were in your conference. I was, I was thinking they weren't, but yeah, yep. that's, uh, 
Our show was a PG show till he came on, man. Is that right? <laughs> <I love it. laughs> well, we, you know, we kind of had to edit a few things. But that's all right. <laughs> it happens. We love Luke. That's all right, man. Yeah. We love Luke. So yeah. But, um, well, I mean, you know, maybe talk about – some ways you guys were defended this year. Anything crazy? Uh, anything? Cons- I doubt it was anything consistent, but maybe. You no, know. It, it really wasn't. You know, yeah. I, I think the, the if someone tried to steal something from somebody, we, we got a lot of four three defense with you know t- too high, wow. and what they would do is they'd play their Mike linebacker almost at safety depth. They'd play him about seven or eight yards, play that Mike really deep, and just make it hard for you to get to him. Right. Um, you know, so that's, you know, you have to you have to come up with some interesting ways to try and get in blocked. And, you know, you have to get in two receiver unbalanced and get in tight end unbalanced and do some of those things just to to make sure that you're you're getting to him. And, um, you know, and sometimes that can lead to some other things. You know, you get you get outnumbered to the tight end side. So you, they make you run everything weak and, you, you know, you, you get into some of those things. But. I think that that's that's kind of the go-to now for us. You know, teams that that really aren't sure what to do, they they just get in that four-three defense and and play the deep mic and roll their safeties and try and uh, try and leave their mic running. And and so you know, we've come up with some things that that we've been able to do against that. You know, run a lot of counter stuff and you know counter option, counter quarterback lead, and and some different things like that, just to try and keep that mic from getting too far to the play side and. Um, you know, so so we've got some counters for it, but right now that's probably the go-to for teams that that don't really have any idea what to do. It's funny we we've been talking to guys um, uh, doing these podcasts, and it seems like it's a common deal where you go into the game and you really don't know what defense you're gonna you're gonna get. You know, so you kind yeah. of preparing for for multiple looks. You know, and uh, we were talking to Kevin Chisholm, and he was like, they they for fun. All the coaches every game would write down the defense they think they would were gonna get. <laughs> yeah, it was like they were all wrong, like eight that's, games. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, we've even gotten to the point, to be honest with you, where on Thursday we 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 run our base plays against every defense. Yeah. You know, that we can possibly see. We run it against four three, we want run it against, you know, fifty front, we run it against stack, we run it against four four, we we just run those plays against every defense possible. Just as a refresher, because to be honest, I mean, I mean, we're no different than anybody else. They could show 50 front on film in eight games in a row, and they're going to come out in four four or something, you know, just to just to try and you know make you think. And so, as long as our kids, you know, have an idea of what we can run base wise, we can always make the adjustments on the sidelines, you know, throughout the game. So, um, you know, that that's something that we've gone to. We went to. Actually, probably year two or three, um, we started seeing people just junk everything that they had. And so we're like, okay, let's just spend a whole 10 player, 13 place, or 12 play set just running our offense, base offense against every defense we could see. Uh, that's all. Yeah, yeah. I was actually driving home this, uh, today and I had this this question that popped up in my head. Uh, okay. And now, now instant replay, 
it's not something that you guys can use at the college level, right? Like right. It, at the high school level we're in the state of Florida, it, it, maybe the last couple of years it's actually became legal. Is that something that maybe you would be a proponent of you know, at, the, at the college level to be able to get that instant replay on an iPad, you know, during the game or, you know, what, what, what's your opinion or thought on that? Well, I think every offensive coach would love that, but every yeah. defensive coach is like, there's no way we want that, you know, but uh, – <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, I, I think without question, you know, if, if that's something they would allow us to do, we would we would start making some calls to some people that could help us out buying some iPads and get that thing done. <laughs> I don't see that coming to college football anytime too soon, to be honest with you. I think that, you know, I know that a lot of high schools have done it with huddle sideline and things like that, but I just Game don't see it is that what you guys have? Okay. All right. Um, that's, one our, that's one of our deals. Okay, I don't, I don't see that coming to the college game anytime too soon. I tell you what, man, there's nothing like uh, – I, I don't know. I kind of had a mixed feeling about it. Like, man, is this kind of like cheating a little bit? Because, you know, you always <laughs> want to know exactly – we use it on the end zone, you know. And you oh, can, yeah. And now, you know how you get those off – the big boys off to the sideline and you're like, where is he lining up? And they're right. getting all kind of crazy information, you know. Now, yeah. now you have the horse's mouth. You can actually see it, you know what I mean? And, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's nothing like it. I mean, it's – it's almost like cheating, like stealing, you know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, so you yeah. see where everybody's lined up and, and get everything adjusted and things like that. Boy, that'd be, that would be the way to go for sure. Tell you. It, it'd, be deadly. it'd be deadly for an option team to be yeah. get a hold yeah. of that in college. I'm telling you, man. You know, like, well, you can make that adjustment after the first series. You'd feel really good about what you had yeah. going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we love it. <laughs> I, bet. I bet you do. <laughs> well, uh, Coach, you had mentioned earlier um, when you guys started uh, building your offense, <coughs> excuse me, you guys went to Georgia Tech and watched a lot of game film. And um, I know just, just from being friends with Peyton and, and him really helping me out, how did you develop, like, your language? Did, did your dad really mo uh, help you out with, with, with what to call things? Because you guys are pretty unique, man, using, like, uh, face cards, you know, and, yeah. and, or, 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 like, equipment, like trucks. And, I mean, it's pretty cool what you, what, how you label your offense up. You know, I, I, didn't, um, I, I didn't start doing that or had any idea about that until I got to Emporia State. And um, – when I got to Emporia State, Dave Weimers was the head coach that hired me. And the year or two before that, they'd been out to the San Diego Chargers, and that's how they did all of it. So they put everything in categories. And so that, that's basically what, you know, we've done. We've come up with words for different categories. Uh, so all of our, you know, our triple option stuff would be um, heavy machinery, and, and all of our midline stuff would be, say, face cards, and, and all of our passing game would be, um, states, you know, different things like that. So, so it just makes the verbiage easier, you know, and our, you know, we, we use different um, buzzwords for if we're going to run the play right or if we're going to run the play left. So basically our, our huddle calls and our signals take us no time at all. You know, I mean, for example, a, a huddle call would be our fire truck and that's it. That's all we say. We don't, you know, on one and here we go. And, and so we don't, we don't have to, spend a lot of time with a lot of verbiage. Um, every word means something to somebody. And I, I think it's a lot easier to teach young kids uh, that, okay, on fire, you know, let's say we're going right, you know, on truck, this is what you have. These are your rules on truck and a boom, away we go. And I think it makes it a lot easier and a lot quicker for our install, to be honest. Yeah. 
really cool. I, I've actually anything Peyton's kind of helped me out with. I've kind of incorporated <laughs> some okay. of those words into what what we were doing. You know, yeah. so yeah, I, I, you know, and again, it, it's all about category. So when you when we come up with a new category, like our counter option stuff, is a whole new category because we have guards pulling and things like that. Those those words are all different, and so um, you know, it's just just. It's something that we've come up with. Sometimes we have problem coming up with a new word. You know, if we're trying to run a different type of triple option play, we'll have, you know, it's got to be a heavy machinery. Well, we've already used truck and tank and Tonka and all this other stuff. You know, what are we going to come up with now? And um, Dozer, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, so sometimes it's a little different, but uh, or a little hard to come up with words. But for some reason, we always go to the dictionary. You can always find something for sure. Uh, that makes it fun too. That's cool. That's right. That's right. And, and so most of the time, at this point, we're just letting our kids come up with them. To be honest with you, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I bet the kids have fun with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so hey, um, are you guys uh, doing any gun stuff? And and if you are, how are you kind of integrating both under center and and gun principles? Because we haven't done any gun stuff for quite a while, to be honest with you, but <clears throat> but we're getting ready to, to, to try some stuff this spring. Um, you know, we've sat down and tried to watch a lot of Georgia Southern stuff, to be, off, you know, to be, to be honest with you, and, and what they're trying to do. And um, because a lot of their stuff is it's not it's it's not zone stuff. And I don't you know, not, I'm not against zone triple option. Don't try and don't get me wrong. But I think as far as simplicity for our kids, the more we can keep it downhill white knuckle stance and just get after it i think it, it's going to make things easier for us and um you know we'll try it this spring we'll you know we'll mess with some different things and if we like it we'll carry it over to the fall if, if, it, if we're not quite ready for it then we may wait till next spring to really try and do it again but um i think we're going to try and do some of it this year and um you know it, it's going to be all about trying to make the reads the same and pitch off the same guy or throw it off the same guy but you know, it's sometimes that can be a little tricky when teams start to roll coverages and different things, and you're in the gun. And uh, right. so, we'll, so we'll see. Um, we're anxious to get to spring ball. We start spring ball March 19th, and um, we're, we're looking forward to, to putting some of that on the field and seeing what it looks like. I remember. Yeah, well, I was just gonna. Tony, you were just over at Georgia Southern, right? Yeah. What's that? I, I actually went to uh, visit Georgia Southern uh, spring practice last week. Okay. It's crazy because uh, it's about five and a half to six hours. And I was like, oh, man, that's nothing. I will, you know, we'll, we'll head up. And I, and I went to teach the next day. I, I didn't get home till 3.30 a.m. <laughs> I was hating yeah. life the next day, you know. Right, you're right. <laughs> that made for a long day, didn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. man, you're, you're right, Coach. They, they, man, they know what they're doing with that. It's, oh, yeah. It's a thing of yeah, beauty. There's some good stuff there. And, you know, the, you know, my big thing was I don't want to get in gun and, tell everyone we're throwing the ball over the place. I want to get in the gun and run the football. Right. And, and the guys were like, coach, we can do this. Just give us a chance. Let's show you what it's all about. And, you know, Tyler and, and Brett Stewart, who are our co-offense coordinator and offensive line coach, you know, they spent a lot of time on it and they're anxious to, you know, they're anxious to get it on the board and show me what they've got going on. And uh, I'm anxious to see it. I really think I'm, I'm excited for it. I think that it could really bring something new to our offense and give teams something extra to prepare for. And, you know, right now, if they, they only have three days to prepare for the option anyway, if you can throw just another little wrinkle in there just to give them something else, I yeah. think it'll make us better in our, in our, you know, our, our stuff that we're doing now. So, um, so I'm excited to see what they got going on. 
I, I remember I was uh, thinking about your brother, the other coach Hafner, uh, when he was at Luther. He came yes. uh, to visit us at the high school, and uh, we we were talking about this, and he was like, "Man, we tried this a long time ago." And I told my brother, "Man, we can't do both. Man, we can't be soft." <laughs> you know, he hated yeah. the. The I guess the the guys were more in an upright stance, you know, right? A more soft mindset, man. He's like, we got to be coming off the ball, well, on tracks, that's, man. That's he, what I that's what I told Tyler and Brett. I said, look, I don't, you know, we're not going to come off and be dancing with people. I'll tell you that right yeah, now, because right. if we are, we're not going to do it. And so they're like, coach, no, that's not it. That's not what we got going on. We got, you know, so so again, I'm anxious to see what they have, and and yeah, they know what we're they know what we're trying to do. I I think that we'll have a good plan, and I, I'm, I'm again, I, I can't wait. Yeah, that's exciting, man. Well, Coach, talk a little bit about, you know, maybe how you and your staff balance work and family and, and staying involved with kids' activities. I think I heard through the grapevine maybe one of your boys is getting ready to play in a high school basketball championship. Yes. Right? Yes, yeah. he is. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm a huge proponent of, of being at your kids' events. And I've, I've even missed practice. And, and my son's an extremely good golfer, too. And so – um, you know, during the spring, I'll even miss a spring practice or two to go watch him play golf. And, you know, I, I think I, I think that that's in the end, that's more important that I'm at their event than than the guys need me at practice, to be honest. I think that, you know, my my kids, my, my dad was always there at all my games. My mom was at as many as she could be at. Um, and it just meant the world to me that they were there. And for me to be there for my kids is something that's very important for me. It's very important for me that the guys on my staff that have kids attend, you know, their, their kids' events. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, Coach Aarons, the new coach for Tampa Bay, yeah. came out with a quote that said, if, uh, if I hear one of my assistants misses one of his kid, daughter's recitals or anything like that, I'm going to fire him, you know. And, <laughs> and I think that's a great way to, to think about it. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's that important. And, you know, we, we can get your guys coached up if you can't be there, but I think it's more important you're there for your kids. And, you know, we, you know, just kind of our schedule, we, we start early in the morning. Um, you know, we'll start at 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, we may, we may miss our kids, send off to school, but, but as soon as practice is over, we go home. You know, I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's important to spend waking time with your family and, and with your kids. And, um, and I, I hope that, you know, the guys can appreciate that, which I think they do. And, um, you know, we've got some coaches that got some really young ones. And so, you know, to help their wives at night with their kids, get them to bed and things like that, I think that's very important. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's critical. I mean, we, you know, we, and a lot of places that I've been, you know, we, you know, if the, if the, if the wife's had, you know, a doctor's appointment or an issue, we've got, yeah. we've got the kids in the staff room and yeah. <laughs> we're staff meeting and they're drawing on a board and we're playing. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just, I, I've always felt that was extremely important, you know, to have the, the staff to feel like, I, I think the biggest thing is for the guys to feel like they can do something like that, you know, exactly. You know, no, and I think that's huge too. I mean, yeah, you know, look, I'm telling you that I'm going to be gone next Thursday because I'm going to be, um, you know, at my son's golf match. Or next Tuesday, you know, I'm going to be gone. Uh, you know, my son plays at 4.30 at Wells Fargo Arena. I'm going to, I'm going to be there watching them play. And right. if they win, they play Thursday and Friday. And potentially one of those games could be for a state championship. I'm not going to be here. I, I don't – I'm sorry. Right. You know, if you do, but you'll, you'll understand when your kids get to this age and they have that opportunity, you're going to want to be there too. And, and, yeah. just, and you know that I'm going to – 
be 100% behind you wanting to be there. And so um, I think it's important for the guys that have young kids to see that, hey, when they get older, they're just as important as they are when they're younger. And, and uh, it, you need to be there to support what they're trying to do. Well, I, I think that's awesome. You model that behavior, Coach. It's uh, it's really important, and and and, uh, and hopefully maybe some guys hearing this will maybe maybe rethink some things they're doing. Well, so. I hope so. I really do hope so because I think you know you only get one shot. You know, you get one shot to raise your kids, and um, and I know how I felt when my dad and my mom were at my stuff, and um, I, I I and I know my kids appreciate when my wife and I are are watching them do their thing too. So. Um, and hopefully when my kids have kids, they're doing the same thing for them. You know, that, that's what yeah. we're trying to do. And uh, I think that by doing that and, and modeling that, you know, you can appreciate what, uh, what, they're, what they're doing and, and they appreciate you being there. <clears throat> well, Coach, uh, one, before we let you go, uh, wanted to talk, just, just scheme just a little bit with you. Okay? Yep. Give any trade secrets or anything away. Um, wanted to pick your brain about counter, op, counter trap option and uh, midline triple. Okay. Um, um, Peyton was telling us, man, you're both of those plays, man, you're exceptional at. Um, and as I was thinking about this question too, I was like, if you had to choose one, which, which one would you choose if you could only choose one to go into a game with? Okay. Well, let me answer that very politically here. If we're playing a 50 front team, it's going to be midline triple. If it's a four, three team, it's going to be counter option. Okay? Yeah, so that, that's kind of how we're going to go about that. But, yeah. um, but, but I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of keys that we, that we, you know, we always go into the game with the counter play. Um, we always go into the game with, with having run midline triple at some point during the week, because if a team gets in 50 front, we're going to run midline triple and we're going to double the nose or excuse me, we're going to triple the nose. And if that, that four or five technique doesn't come screaming down there. We're just going to keep handing the ball to our fullback until they stop it. Right. And so eventually what that does is it makes them reduce. It allows you to outside release your tackle, get you free, you know, free reign on their linebackers. And eventually they're going to get down on the dive. And then now you're out on the edge and, um, you know, you can, you can kind of slow down roll safeties um, by, you know, using the, uh, the, the twirl motion and, and things like that. And, um, you know, that, that's true with counter option or that's true with midline triple. We use twirl motion for both of those plays. And so, you know, the safeties are coming hard and, and, you know, what we're starting to see with that, with that four, three, with the, with the deep Mike linebacker is, you know, those two safeties are playing man on our, our slots. And so what happens is, is we try and get our slot as close to the midline as we can when we run our twirl motion. Because it seems like when we're when they get to that fullback, it, it they're starting to switch responsibilities, and, and it makes that that safety really trigger hard, and so that that's where you get your most action out of it. So, um, you know, we we do love both those plays, but I, I think depending on what kind of defense we think we're going to see, we would put a little bit more emphasis during the week on on what play we think we're going to run. You know, we'll also run, um, you know freeze option basically is what it, what it is it's old school freeze option where you run midline look but you pull the guard like you would on um, counter option so you just pull them to the play side and you still get the same look um, but now you're just pulling the guard and you're tra you're trapping the defensive end and getting it kicked off the next man out and so um, so we've even used a lot of that and our quarterbacks actually like that a little better because if the guy blitzing off the edge they can see him they're not getting hit in the mouth all the time but um, but but both those plays we feel real good about. We love the twirl motion in the backfield, and and we love what we're getting. We're, we're getting the movement out of the linebackers 
um, and the safeties to, to really help us set up the play, especially with that deep mic blowing so hard to the motion. You get them to take a couple steps, now you can get to them with your tackle and some different things like that. Yeah, I mean, people. I think that's some, something people don't realize is that, that midline triple can be a counter counter play, you know what I mean, with that twirl motion, you know? Yep, yep. And, and, and as, you know, as far as the safeties are concerned and as far as the false read from the linebacker, you know, that's that's what you're getting. You know, you get that twirl motion. They, they're almost already starting to move before the ball's even snapped. And, and what that does is that gives your guys the angle that you're looking for to try and get them pinned inside so they can't be running so fast over the top. Yeah. Uh, I, I know earlier we were talking uh, – you were talking about split back beer and kind of why you went to the flex bone. And it's funny because um, several years ago we were we were always flex bone, but then we tried to implement some split back. And that's – that's we were running uh, counter option is the, one of the main plays we're going to try to feature out of that uh, split back. And, I, and, 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 and that's what I had problems with. It was the, the perimeter. I, sure. I, didn't, I didn't have enough hats. And then – Man, I, I darn sure didn't want my guard having to go out there and account for the safety. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> no, that's, I get it. No, I understand that. Yeah, that's a country mile right there. You know, right, right. so yeah, that's that was my classic confrontation. Your guard against their athlete. You know, that's not really what you want. Yeah, that that twirl motion though. That that's that's probably what I needed too. You know, that was missing. Uh, you yeah. can't get out of the split back rear too to get those guys to. Uh, to, to motion, like you're saying, right, it doesn't you know? give you. It doesn't get them flowing to get them out of position. You know, even you know, as fast as I'm sure you guys come off the ball, and as fast as we come off the ball, they really only need to take a half step or a full step, and, and they're out of position. You know, yeah. they don't have to be a full gap out of out of position or anything like that. Just a half step or a full step, and you know, you, you've got them pinned inside, and the whole play is ready to go. So, um, you know, I, I you know, you, you can talk about all the the little things, you know, you have to make sure that your slot back looks like he's going full speed before, you know, you twirl motion and things like that. But I think it's important that, you know, your your motion's good. And, and if your motion's good and he can get that foot planted and get back to where he needs to be, I, I it just it's a it's a play that's really tough on the defense to defend. Good deal. Well well coach man, we we, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, yeah, it was fun talking to you, and you know we hope your boy has a uh, gets to get to that state championship game. That's right. Yeah, they they made it last year and got beat, so they're on a mission this year, and and so yeah. they've got a really good yeah. basketball team. They're fun to watch, and um, you know, guys, I really appreciate you letting me do this. I love doing things like this, and you know, to 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 have a group set up like this, it's talking triple option football. I mean, there's there's not much better than. <laughs> and talking triple option football. I mean, you get a bunch of guys in a room, you could do this for days, I think. But uh, yeah. um, but I do appreciate you guys letting me come on. And, and anytime you need somebody, you can always call me because I'll be more than willing to do it. I, I just love this stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it, Coach. It was a pleasure having you on. Well, thank you yeah, very much. I really appreciate it. You bet, guys. Thank you so much. That's going to wrap this episode of the Mesh Point Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, you can download our podcasts at Apple iTunes. You can go on and rate us if you think we're any good and maybe leave us some comments about some things you'd like to hear in future episodes. Also, you can download it on the new Google Podcast uh, application and on Stitcher. Again, I'm Matt McLeod. You can reach me on Twitter at RunTheTriple. Again, that's at RunTheTriple on Twitter. 
Our Mesh Point podcast has its own Twitter page, and that's at the Mesh Point. Again, on Twitter at the Mesh Point. You can also find me on FlexBoneNation.com. I run an option blog there. We also have a forum where you can connect with coaches across the country. And I've just added a new uh, section entitled Podcast where you can download future episodes. All right, Tony, I want you to let everybody know how they can get you on social media. All right, guys, go to 3Face Football on Twitter, at 3Face Football, and uh, you'll you'll be able to follow my account. And um, the cool thing about it is, is every Monday we do something called Mesh Point Monday, and basically I'll post out four questions concerning a triple option topic. And it's a great opportunity for coaches all around uh, the country and uh, to, to get together and network and, and uh, get to know each other and, you know, we'll talk about some kind of triple option topic. So catch, uh, catch that every Monday, 8 o'clock Eastern. And uh, what you want to do is search the hashtag MeshPoint to see everybody's responses uh, to, to the four questions. Uh, like I said, great, great way to uh, build our networks and, and, and learn some things. It's like an ongoing webinar on Twitter. So it's real cool. Also, check out the website, threefacefootball.net. Uh, we've got some cool gear, like Fear the Veer, you'll see in the background here. Uh, Fear the Veer stuff, uh, mesh point gear, and, and other things like that. So uh, go check out that website as well.